circumstances and hopefully today and this episode we can shed some light on the topic that we are about to go into and it will change something about your life and let's get it before i introduce our guest for episode 10 i just want to make a quick psa the masterclass podcast is now available on amazon music radio public apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher and spotify you can get our patreon in the description www.patreon slash masterclass 993 for only five pound a month you can get exclusive exclusive access to all our unreleased episodes without further ado i have two Two lovely females on the table, not to mention Mrs. Playboy Belitsa behind the scenes. <laughs> you can't see her, but we can. And um, Nats P, I'll let you introduce yourself. And then Kay, you can introduce yourself after. So, um, Good evening, everyone. My name's Nats P, and I'm Double S's mom. Yes, yes. Madre, yes, yes. Hi, everyone. My name's Kay. I'm Double S's sister. Oh, wow, wow. Well. <laughs> Inshallah. Inshallah. <laughs> okay. So uh, today's podcast, today's episode is about um, influencer, impact on influencers. So I'm going to let Zilla ask the first question and we're just going to have a free-for-all. So Zilla, take it away. So the first question, I'm, I'm, I'm asking it to both of you, but then... Each person can answer at um, separate interval. So, in what stage you can remember the influence and impact that someone or something had on your life that changed your course to help you to become the person you are today? Anyone? Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Anybody want to go? Go first. Go first. Um, it things that impacted my life. I'd say Zilla going to jail definitely impacted my life. Um, I think everyone in this room, let alone on this table, could tell me that you know my life was on a downward spiral for about maybe five. Yeah, five years, as Nat's P just pointed out. Five years <laughs> downward spiral. But um, I think that's the biggest one. Talk about my music to this day. Talk about it in um documentary that's we're making behind the scenes and just it's a big part of my life i think it's a big part of everyone's life that's in this room right now and um yeah just change the way i think change the way i talk to people change the company i stay around changes just kind of changed everything i think for the first what year thought every white man was um an undercover police officer and um yeah it's just how i it's how it changed how i um continue to live my life but it's just me okay i'll let you go next age order uh i'll say that also zilla's arrest played a big impact on my life as well um maybe just because of how young i was i was like only 13 i just started high school it was just long and yeah emotionally it was just not the best time for me and then i'd also say covid because that was just a joke and that impacted me a lot mentally physically emotionally as well so, yeah, those would be two main periods in life where I'm like, all right, cool. That's me? Yeah, dad getting arrested. Yeah. It was on a big impact. And also the journey with you four children. Oh, the aftermath. The aftermath of the years. Oh. 
changed my do life. Go, do you want to go in detail about that a little bit? Maybe because we're so no, close in age. Huh? Maybe because we're all close in age. Yeah, but... um, Are yeah. close in age? You're all close in age. Okay. Um, Actually, like like mum had her kids back to back to back to back. Not like how people would wait a couple years... Decade. I want them out of the way. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> don't be joking. So much for us being a blessing. What did us out the way? I mean, no, just no. I don't mean like that. But you're just ruining it. <laughs> you're ru- look at my lips. You're ruining it. <laughs> no, not like that. But um, <laughs> that changed me. The um, the ups, the downs. So who would you? Sorry, sorry to cut sorry, you. Off. Sorry, sorry. Who, if you had to rank them in <laughs> order of who was the worst? Worst behaviorally, yeah, not personality. We don't want to bash anyone's personality, yeah, because you know some people soft like cookies on the inside. So, yeah. who who was if you had to rank them one to four, yeah. who was the worst? Or who was angelic? Double S, you were the worst. Hey yo, whoa 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 whoa. You were the worst. I wasn't the worst. You were the worst. Okay. You, if you're asking me the question, yep. then I've got answer. You probably don't think you were, but you were. Could you uh, just go into a bit of detail why you think I was the worst? Because you, your journey lasted long. Your journey took its toll on me. Your journey, your, your journey was actually quite heartbreaking for me as your mother. So, in ter- and emotionally, you had shut off. I became the enemy. So when I become the enemy and you're trying to talk to someone who thinks that you're the enemy... Of course, you're going to be the toughest one. But you asked the question. So who's, who who would you put second? Kimani. Who, oh, oh, why why would you put Kimani second? Because Kimani became rebellious. Rebellious in what type of way? Oh, doing all sorts of things. But yeah. not teething, teething. Bro, you don't just rebellious. We don't need to go into. Oh, oh, well, sorry, sorry. No, no comment the over internet. here. Huh? We'll we're, not, we're not going to say what took yeah. place. All I'm going to say is she I mean, won. we were all minors. There's no, no public record. No, it doesn't matter. No, you still don't do them type of things. All right, all right, yeah. all right. But she was the second because she became wild. And not wild in a way like like people might think slack wild. No. Hell no. Rebellious wild. Yeah. yeah. She was number two. Knuckle duster. That's she you. was number three. Knuckle up, yeah. And Mike was number four. Okay. And that's because, because he, was old, he was older. Yeah. So his way of dealing was different. Okay, so it's glad I'm sorry to hear that I was the worst, but um, you know, so So uh, from her explanation of you being the worst, do you see now or uh, I think more as I get older, I kinda go through the analysation of wow maybe I was a bit of an asshole when I said that or did that or Wow, double S takes commit con what what's the word? Con con you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it admitting? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I can admit that from the years, year six, all the way until about year 11, I was extremely selfish. Oh, yeah. It was always about me and anyone else. Double S takes ownership. Wow. You found your word. Found your word. (laughs) Found your word. But yeah, I'd um, I'd definitely say um, it's it's always about me. And uh, I refuse to let it be about anyone else but me. Um, I'm trying to grow out of that, but it's kind of hard, you know. Kind of like everything being about me, but you know, we're learning to grow as we get older. But you know, I can admit my wrongs, you know. I should tell I right my wrongs, but you know, <laughs> here we are, man. Here we are, man. Just you know, you're trying to. Don't you just admit you, you just become now a better version of you. That's all. You just asked me a question and gave me an answer. Yeah, and 
where where you was yeah to where you are yeah is an amazing journey and that's what this new album i'm working on for the world to hear that's what it's all about so and it's something that me and actually your bigger brother spoke about that where you was yeah to where you are wow trust me yeah man i wish i recorded it a bit more just so you know to have the memory of but that's in the past anyway yeah. can we talk about someone else except me yeah okay sure <laughs> money money um anything you want to add to the table i see you no no, no. nothing at all Okay. Zilla, do you have another question to ask? Because Kamani seems to be dodging her question. So, yeah, so that was the impact. So, what was the influence to... Because obviously, when something impacts your life, it's either of a negative connotation and a positive connotation. But then I've always looked at it from the standpoint where it's a curveball and an opportunity, isn't it? And also, if I get the opportunity, you end up with a curveball you now have to work that curveball and turn that into an opportunity. So within that process of time when you go in through the situation, where did the influence come from to change it from the curveball to the opportunity? Who wants to go first? Um, the influence to change. I'd say the influence to change came from... Because when, um, when you initially got arrested... I was in, I believe I was in year five. So I had to deal with not only the animosity and the anxiety everyone was feeling of, oh, we got sats to do next year, we have to prepare and shit. But it was, because you were such a, um, like, you were always on my field trips. If I had a performance at primary school, you were always there. The school knew you for being my dad. So when when you were in the paper, it was like, it was kind of a shock to the school, but also a shock to me because, you know, me and my sister had to carry that burden at the time being, I think, Kamali had just gone into year seven, yeah. And, um, yeah, for the whole year five and year six, I wasn't in my class for, like, majority of it. I was in, like, a corner of the school with some old guy. He had, like, a full white beard. I can't remember his name. He was tall. But big him up. Literally, I spent everything. remember a couple of times we meant to do trips and that. Uh, Meant to go to like the museum and shit. I used to just call and be like, yo, I go visit with my dad. I don't know if there was a visit, but I just didn't want to go anywhere. But yeah, I was quarantined off way before COVID. So, um, but yeah, the influence to change, it just came from, you know, getting older and kind of seeing like, raw, like, can't really move the same way. And I mean, especially when, because what it is, is you feel a freedom to do whatever you want and then you get arrested and it's like, oh, Bro, I don't really feel like being one of those kids that just throw my life in the system and then, you know, it spits me back out when I'm like 25 and then trying to figure out my life from there. So I said, bro, when I was like 15, tried to make a change. By then it was too late. Already got kicked out of um, Crest Academy and I was just there like, it it ends here, you know, and um, pushed um, through COVID, went to school and just uh, said, you know, fuck it, we're going to get through this and... um. Yeah, man, I'm trying, man. I'm trying my best. So, but the influence, um, I'd say, it more came from just the adversity, the adversity of you know, no one's gonna treat you normal no more because everyone knows, and it's just you know, I don't, I, I could never let that the situation define me, and that's one thing I have conversations about. I feel like a lot of people they let one big situation define them, and then even when they're 45, that shit that happened when you were nine, six years old. 
it still defines them at their big age. So I was like, nah, fuck that. I can't be me. So um, yeah, man. Who's next? Who's next? Come on, step up to the podium. Don't be scared now. You're just ruining it. You're ru- look at my lips. You're ruining it. Uh, yeah, I'm not good at the whole expressing myself. Well, go on. This is but council two point nine. Um, I would say for me, obviously, I am. When it happened, I was like 13, so I was like just left year seven, going into like year eight. It was a lot because, yeah, it was in the media and then school just got along that way because, like, people know kids are vicious. Kids are kind of vicious still. And then it was just like the paper had one story, people had other stories, so it was just like trying to justify, like, yeah, and at the same time, in my head, it's like, that's my dad. So regardless what you lot think, I don't really care. But I think at the same time, it just made me very much, like, numb to the point where it was, like, emotionally, physically, mentally, I would let people walk all over me because, like, I'm numb. I'm not physically here. So it's like, I'm not even here, here. So it's like, whatever happened, like, physically... Mentally, emotionally, I just used to like, I was cool. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, argue back or like, because it was just, that's just how I used to process things. Then it was like. So sorry to cut you off, because I kind of have the, um, I can't remember anything from year five to year seven. Like, when it comes to that um situation, like, it's all blurred out. Like, I remember going to school, obviously. Yeah. But from going to in the gates to coming out, it's all a blur. It was it was kind of a blur. I think I didn't even want to go to school that that that, no. week that happened. And then we went in, and then I know we had this teacher at school, Mr. Williams, who is allowed to go and talk to. But sometimes it was like I get the whole need to like talk how I feel, but I used to just stop going because to me it was like I don't really need to like express. yeah express. Like I just became numb. That's yeah. when Mum would say about my rebellious stage yeah. when I used to just be at my best friend's house all the time, all the time, sense. all the time. But then, now looking back, some of the times that wasn't the best time for me because I just got put in situations and um, altercations where I didn't really need to be there. But then at the same time, like we said, if you never experienced half of them type of stuff, then you would have never um, been where you are today. And then COVID as well, because COVID affected me mentally because it was like, I was fresh out of high school. I was excited to like go to college, have yeah, that experience. World. Word, and then, boom, we just got shut down like four months after I started. So I was oh, just like, shit. okay, damn. Then it was like the whole, it was just a depressing time period. Like all you see on the news is deaths and you hear close ones near you are dying, friends, family members dying. Like it was just not a good time period for me. Plus you couldn't go outside and then, well, you could, but you know, some people were like proper inside the restrictions so you just couldn't go outside none of that and then like yeah so uh, during covid what were you doing watching films yeah in covid i was inside watching films putting on weight like it was just it was not for me to get but the influence that it had on me was like 2021 me and my brother we literally said keto we literally said like fuck it like because God forbid that ever happens again. Yeah. At least we can now say we've lived life. Like, no fucks given. We're just going to do what we want to do. And that's what we did. So. so what was that? Holiday? Yeah, like, we were just we were just outside. Like, any activity we wanted to do, we tried it. Any holidays, we went away. No parents. Highly recommended. <sighs> um, 
you know, just live your best life. We did agency work, so it was flexible because we knew, like, we could book our own shift. That means we can be outside when we wanted to be outside. Like, yeah. it was just flexible. But that's, like, the impact. That was the influence that those impacts had on me. And it was to, like, now, it was to, like, like I previously said, don't not talk about how you feel just because you think no one else cares or, like, you know, it's not important that like, if you're hurting, if you're numb, speak out about it because it's true. At the end of the day, it only affects you. Like, no one knows what's going on. So it's like, you got to talk about it. But, yeah, now I'm lit and I've healed from all of that. So, personally, when, like how you talked about people actually use the past situations about that, I feel like that's just because that's how I was when I was in school or in college. Yeah. That does not make me who I am today. Mm-hmm. And, it's sad that a lot of people still view you as how they last remembered you, if yeah. you get what I mean. Yeah. So it's like, now, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, you know Kamani from 13, 14. You don't know Kamani who's 20 years old now. That's like. about to turn 23 in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd say that's my little influence. So, mom, one thing I can say about you is, um, I know I know you drink, but you've never really turned to drugs like the rest of us did. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call myself a druggy. Little dad calls himself a junkie. I'm not a junkie in any type okay. of way. Um, but when the going gets tough, for me, it's easy to you know buy a three five, crush it, roll it, smoke it, smoke the pain away, mm-hmm. or you know buy a sixteen ounce of lean and you know pull mm-hmm. some scissor up. Uh, but I've I'm over the years, I don't really see you indulge in none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You kind of just take it on, and when the going gets tough, you might have a. What's it? The rum queen. Oh, the yeah, Bailey's. Bailey's. You uh-huh. might have a cup. Uh, you might have the whole bottle of Bailey's and just, you know, <laughs> no. call it a night, you know? Uh-huh. So, how do, we, how do we even approach this? Like, what was it? Yeah, but everyone's got their vices, though. What? What is my vice? That's what you're asking me. Yeah. I get on with it. I get on with it. Even in the pain. I, got, I get on with it. So would you say you're... But when I crack, yeah, I crack. Is but that I, like a, a an outburst crack? Or? Yeah, when I when I crack, I outburst, I will cry. Yeah. Or someone will say something to me yeah. that triggers me. And you're just... And I would just let it rip. And you oh, and the rip doesn't mean I'm going to swear or cast. It could just be me just crying because it just... I've held it in for so long, not deal, not, not, not... It's not the fact not dealing. Well, yes, dealing... <laughs> But the fact of the matter is, if we're talking about this situation, yeah, okay, the situation happened, yeah, and I have everyone else's emotion to deal with, including yeah. my own. Uh-huh. So, yeah, let's be straight. I've got four. Ki- I've got you four to deal with. Yeah, I got myself to deal with, and I got Leslie to deal with. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Zilla. Sorry. Right. And everybody needs something. Yeah. Yeah. To hold on to. To hold on to. Yeah. To. All right, it's going to be, and it's mum, 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 mum. So you just work through it. And your outlet is, you just keep going because you're working. You've got to do all the, you take all the negative and you take all the positives. You see um, where this is going. You see where your kids are going and you're trying to talk. So it's actually quite interesting to hear um, Kay say about the rebellious part on her behaviour. Because sitting here now, it makes sense. Yeah her rebelling so you go to your friends and you do all these different things but at the time as a parent you're just annoyed like why don't you just come home you understand why are you behaving like that because at the same time 
you're not seeing that I'm hurting and you're not meant to. But now mm-hmm. you're older, you sort of like, oh, that's why. Yeah, it was like that. So therefore, yeah. my... And that is why me and... Let me just be frank. That's why me and Michael have the relationship we do. Because he's older. Okay. So, huh? So when the shit hits the fan, yeah, he's the head. My sh- my, he's the shoulder. My head goes on, okay. and it's not because he's grown. It's because he's like, okay, mom, what are we gonna do? That's his mentality. Yeah, yeah. Michael, it, it, everything hit everybody, but he comes because he's the eldest. And he's like, mom, come on, we're we're together on this. Yeah, yeah? because you're the little brother. Yeah. Everyone's the little sisters, two little sisters, and he's like, "Okay, let's do this." That's how Michael did it from day one, you know. Michael, what? T- Michael gave me some serious discipline. In some Michael, time. I like that. But <laughs> I gave my what I did because yeah. I couldn't cope. Is I gave Michael the reign to be the big brother. Like you got Michael. I need, I need help here. Yeah, I need help here, and he took it. When it became too much for him, yeah. he then said to me, "Mom, I'm not dad." And hand on heart, you got. To sit, I sat on my bed and I got to really put my ha- my head in my hands and be like, "It's the truth. It's just a young child." Yeah, that's the truth, right? But you're not gonna see that because you're not the parent. Do you get it? You're n- you're not me. I'm there trying to not you, all of you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand me. Why? Why are you behaving like that? And as I said, it's now I'm old. Now we're older. You're like, okay, it makes sense. It makes sense. And then you have that. Then you have COVID. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Kimani go into depression during COVID. To some people, it's like, can't do that. Oh, yeah, it does. The difference for me was I was working. You had something to look for. I had to something to get up. And I'm telling you who made a massive influence in, for me. Oh, I mean too. Was Taraji being born. Taraji being born, granddaughter. my granddaughter, yeah. is the greatest gift ever to our family. She was born in COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that little girl, yeah. right? And it just makes sense because we were, we were, we had fallen apart. Who's we? We as a family okay. had totally gone our separate ways mentally. Yeah. Okay? And trying to bring everybody back, he's, it was hard work. Because everybody's in their own feelings. Yeah. Everyone's annoyed about this, annoyed about that. Yeah, and and all and all good and well right to. However, we're still family. Yeah. We should be able to talk and resolve things. And if we agree, we agree. If we don't, we don't. But we gotta find some middle ground. But what ha- what 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 took place? The miracle was, Taraji came, and everybody became like besotted with this little girl. Yeah, there's a baby now. Isn't it? Yeah. So something else. We, our minds now distract. Is taken away from what was. Yeah. Even though it still is to what, to what is, is now. right now, yeah. yeah. So, I use K as an example. Yeah. The depression changed when the baby walked in. In fact, the, as soon as the baby came home, yeah, Kimani came out the room. That was it. Yeah, that and was from it. She came, like from when she came out the room, she never went back in. Yeah, when Taraji was born and she came home that day, I think that was it for me. Like there was this light switch yeah. that just went in my head, and then that's why now that's why she's like my shadow. She like she's wherever I am, she's there. She didn't go back in the room. You. Yeah. We're there. We went to the hospital. Yeah. You're there, and then your light switch moment come on differently. Yeah, but now it's like there's a little person, a little person, and my motto is she needs us. Yeah, 
Yeah, she needs us, so we have got to be the better versions of us yeah. for her because she isn't. She's she's entered into a world she has no idea. Right. Yeah. So, so might as well like come united and show her that like yeah, family is fight, but you're always going to be a family rather than she come into like a collateral type of yeah, environment. Home. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, broken home, yeah. and and it's the same. And I put this into it. It's the same with her growing yeah. with her parents yeah which i'm going to bring into this because about influence yeah. yeah everyone is an influence to her of course including her father and everyone else okay and it's important that everybody brings that positiveness to her for the best version of her because that little girl, I don't, without a shadow of a doubt, I remember the day she was born. I remember the day she got christened. And the, when she got christened, okay, and I'm saying the christening because it was the last event that my girl Mans ever went to, okay? And we postponed the christening for Mans. Because I said, if you because Mans had, was sick, okay? And we she came. And we said, okay, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have the Christian this day and you're going to be there. If you're not there, we're not having no Christian. And she was there, okay? Yeah. So that day changed me. Anything I do now going forward, yeah. I remember that. Because she was my ride and die. Listen, there's nothing, kind of, we don't, we, we reason about anything, everything, yeah. yeah? And some people just come into your life for a time and they're the light switch that you could have had. 20 years ago but they weren't meant to be there 20 years ago yeah. they're meant to be there there and taraji god bless that little girl so yeah. she's a serious star yeah, for us and uh, and you as well oh, and more than you probably let on what do you mean because you're very you don't express like how we were about taraji yeah well i've never really heard you okay i don't think there's anything to express but she's a she's a light bulb serious <laughs> light bulb <laughs> She's she's a diamond. She just she just, I need you know she's I just sit here even sit here thinking about her. I'm like, what would we have done if she didn't come? I don't know. Right, exactly. But this is also why like self reflection is good. Like even having conversations like this because then you see like how your your changing behavior is all over these years, and you can now see like what led you to these events, why you was acting this way, like how everything changed. Yeah. So. I'll bring this on to our next question. And I want Zilla to answer this question as well. How does, because I feel like death affects everyone in a different way. I'm a person, I don't allow myself to process it. I still, to this day, believe that Dorit's going to call my phone one of these days. I never went to the funeral. I never saw her in the casket. I don't want to believe she's dead. I don't really like to do funerals. Mm -hmm. If I do go to a funeral, you know, don't expect me to look into the casket. Don't expect me to be at the uh, the burial site. You know, I'll be there and I'll. Uh, but yeah, I just when it comes to death, I'm more of just a a super super introvert. So, mm -hmm. how does who wants to go next? Who do you want to talk? So for me, I've been around death. It's been around me from a very tender age. So some of the most influential people in my life, which I have to, I don't know, it's starting to feel a bit emotional now, but my, um, 
One of my biggest regrets is never get the chance to know my mother. Okay. Ground and ground. I think that one day, I know people say they've got lifetime of memory and lifetime of moments that they cherish for life. Yeah. But it's also a lifetime of regrets. And I never, I don't really have regrets, but that one day is one of them because I had the opportunity. But because I was told all of these madness by my mom. So I never get that opportunity to meet my, to understand my mother. She has 20 brothers and one sister, and I don't know none of her siblings. I've only known things in passing. I've got, I'm the baby of the family, so I've got elder siblings, i.e. brothers, and I've still got a sister that I don't know, and doesn't want to know me I've got so yeah um, my when I went to St. Thomas I was five years old yeah and my I went to stay with my grand uncle and his wife I, I don't know the time slack because I was quite young but I know it wasn't long after he died yeah and then we moved from the house that they were living and we went to um, his wife where her name is Mabel, yeah. Mabel, or Mabel. We call her Mabel, but in England it's a Mabel. So, but there was a shorter version, and they, they call everybody call her Mamey. So me call her Mama. Yeah. So then we moved from the family house, and then we went to uh, um, stay with uh, her sister. Then her sister died. Yeah. And then it wasn't long after that. Then she died, and then that's how I end up on my own. Then. Couple of years later, I went to live with another lady called um, Estre Brown, and then it wasn't long after she died. So all of a sudden, I become numb to death. It's like, yeah, I don't cry. It's like, okay, I accept the fact that he's part of the journey. And um, I think the one that, as much as it should affect me, it hasn't. And it's my sister. Because I remember the last time she came to visit me. Yeah. <clears throat> and i never forget, it was a Thursday. Thursday, October. Uh, hold on. Let me go. Let me re rewind my, my memory bank. It was either the the 15 or the oh, I don't want to screw up on the day because it, it's it's a it's an important thingy for me because that's the last time I saw her. Um, I'm sure I know it was in October. It was um, Kimani, Mom. Um, no, it wasn't Kimani. Kimani was supposed to come. She was the other. Kimani was there the day before, but then she couldn't make it the next day. She had to go somewhere. So it was Shireen, Chubbs, Mom, and Sis. And when she walked into the room, I looked at my sister and I said, wow. And she was so bestatty, like, are you looking well? And she's touching up my muscles and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And when she woke out, I said to Chubbs and Mom that, you know, this is the last time I'm going to see my sister. Oh. And Chubbs looked at me like, what are you talking about, brother? And I said, yeah, this is it. Look at her. She's not even, 
she's just a skeleton. No disrespect. It's like she like that day is she come to tell me goodbye. That's how it felt. Yeah. Because the way she was around me that day was touchy and huggy and this, that. And yeah, I love my sister with this, but it's me and my sister is tactile in when it's just the two of us. Yeah. You would you think that we two little picnic growing up in Jamaica. And we laugh at stupid things and blah, blah, blah. Outside of that, it was all serious and rare. So even now, when people remind remember me and talk about my sister, they will talk about her in the world that they know her from. I know I'm Sister Brian's brother, but they don't really know. I think the only person who have the understanding about me and my sister relationship is, is her mom. PK kind of have a little glimpse, but it was her mom always see her and she was walking and said, what are you two laughing about now? Are we there cooking and chatting all sort of bollocks? Yeah. So I think that was the one that I thought would impact me the most, but it didn't because I know that she come and said her goodbyes. Yeah. So that for me is more of a, yeah, I understand it. I understand your time come and you have to go and all of that stuff. But yeah, it don't have the emotional impact he has on me. Like, well, like my every time I talk about my mom, I think about her, and I think about you know what makes her laugh or what is her favorite food or you know what upsets her or what does he sound like when she's. I know she's a fiery woman. I don't know what make my mom stick. I don't know what she makes what she finds funny. I've always seen her as this little fiery woman, just mouth, just yeah. She's like a Scotch bonnet pepper, always fiery, and it's like Jesus. okay, cool. So this mama, but anything true. else like the little fine details, I don't really know. It's it's still a mystery to me, and the worst part of it, I would never get the opportunity to figure that out. So I think if if I had any regret, that is my biggest regret. And I think all of that has impacted me. And my influences is the path that I've been on from the age of seven. And it's like, for me, I become a student of life because every day I've learned something. And my morals and principles develop from... I always treat people that I wanted, oh, I wanted to be treated. And then my auntie, which basically she was my mother. She was my greatest influence because she, she taught me principles that make me who I am today. And the house she was, she was the link between the family. She always make sure that she go, she was living in Portland. And then she would come to Ferial to see her, to see Uncle Phil. Uncle Fred, which is my granduncle, their uncle, which is their, my granddad's brother. So then he would left from there, then he come and see dad. Then he went to White Houses, where the family originally started. Then she would left from there, then she would go um, St. Catherine to see her other brother, Uncle um, Wilmot. And then from there, she would go Clarendon, go see Aunt Joyce. And then from there, she would go back to Portland. So every so often, Aunt Mila would make this round trip and she would keep that link with everybody. So that's when for me, it's like, okay, so this is what it's about. Oh, we used to go up there and see her, but she always, every time we went up there, she and daddy always in argument. 
And that's when she told me that listen about you know, don't care about someone else's feelings while yours is hurting. Okay. But so <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 I just wanna cut you off slightly and then we're gonna we're gonna do a quick three sixty and then we're gonna draw back into where you're at right now. Because uh, if I'm not correct, you two are at Doris funeral, correct? Uh, and Auntie Doris funeral, right? Yeah. Tell me. Huh? No, we're talking to Nats P and K right now, and then we're gonna wrap back yeah. into how you're feeling. How was it psychologically, mentally, emotionally being at Doris funeral with Zilla temporarily coming out of jail for the day? How was how was that? How what's going through the brain? Because I wasn't there. It's a um, positive and negative feeling at all in the same time. <laughs> and emotionally at the same time. Because um, the highlight... <coughs> sorry. The highlight yeah. was seeing him there. Yeah. But the disappointment was him leaving. Yeah, all in the same matter of hours. Yeah. It wasn't even about the funeral. Well, did you guys to eat together or anything? No, it was only at the church. Yeah, But that... That was it. So it was excitement to see him, yeah. to be there. Yeah. And then in the same breath, he was going and you're like, you're going. And then it was the emotion of letting go again. So t- for me, and if I remember for Kay too, it wasn't even about the funeral. Uh, I got, yeah. Not, Just not really. coming closer to the I would say for me, yeah. it changed my perspective on people like i think that was one of the last reasons one of the last times i ever went to church because of course growing up in church you know you're young so you're not really like taking in what is really going on but you not to bash but you kind of see how hypocritical church people can be like when you're down on your face and when when everything's going bad it's always the devil like life can't like life always is meant to be good like if life was always good we'd be bored like it's true Mm -hmm. and then whenever stuff is going good it's like praise god but it's like that day really showed me that you lot would sit there and chat oh your dad is this and your dad is that and you know he really done it right and then you see him at a funeral at his sister's funeral who you didn't even mention him once at the funeral didn't even put him in the the book to even Uh say that she had siblings but you want to sit here and be like oh my god it's so good to see you and i'm gonna come and see you soon yeah and you know you'll be home (laughs) soon like you lot weren't the same ones praying on his downfall so like to me the whole day was just very much Wow, people off ache like it's mad still. Like that's but it didn't have an influence on me. I'm not gonna no. say it didn't. No, it had an influence on me. I once I I had the opportunity to go. I was like, nah, I can't. I do that to myself. I say it influenced me because that was like her only like actual auntie who was there. Yeah, like if you get what I mean. And, and we used to go there. Around, yeah. We used to go there every day, every other day after primary school. Yeah, man. So Pastries and it that. was like donuts. Wow. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, yeah, man. She had, her yard smells like uh, any old Jamaican. Her mom. Anytime, yeah. Anytime I step into an old Jamaican, it gives me. It smells me yeah, 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 straight yeah. of her mom, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm back, back in like 2008. But Zilla, talk to us about your mind state going to see your sister for that day and the whole process. I think, uh, look, uh, this is gonna sound weird because I I, I dream a lot, isn't it? But it's yes. not for other people I see things before it actually happens so all I have to do is just physically aware that I've spiritually done it so I know I was going to the funeral I just 
because I follow this the situation that I'm in, it, I know I'm going, but when I don't. But going to the funeral, it was like my confirmation to say, she checked in on me to say, look, you know what? This is it. And then I checked in on her to say, you know what? All right. It, 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 this is closure now. Okay. Because I wasn't there for, regardless of how other people felt about it, yeah. or if they felt embarrassed to see me or none of that, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that I know I was there. Yeah. And then, yeah, I know I wasn't going to go to the to the graveside, but it was the, the the part that yeah I in my memory mm-hmm. yeah. I in my memory I know I went to the church service which is the main part of it and yeah. I'll always have that in the back of my mind but yeah it it, it it wasn't a sad day and it wasn't a happy day if we put it that day it was more like oh yeah I'm I'm going to my sister's funeral it was, more for it you was your closure yeah because. I before and I emotionally because I remember I used to talk to her uh, quite regular, sometimes twice a day or every other day or something. And she always asked me, "Why are you so positive?" And you always calling me to lift me up. And I'm thinking, I'm in a freaking box with cages. I'm I'm not dead. Yeah. And she used to ask me to give her a detailed breakdown of my day, and it's like, wow! So you emotionally shot me into this place. So that's when I figured out, you know what? Whatever you need to do for me, you can't do it from this room. You have to go to the next one. Yeah. So, and that thing stressed her out to the point where would only have a illness or ailments that was going on with her kind of tapped her out but then from the other side she come through for me so it's one of them one day it's not you can't I can't really justify how I feel about it because I rather know when the smoke clear we could sit down and cook our food and laugh and giggle like we used to but then that will never happen so only thing I can do is pull libation and send my blessing and hopefully she rested in paradise and having fun. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> can I just get everyone to look into the camera just quite quickly and just um, on the count of three, everyone just say, fuck Bethel. One, two, three. <laughs> fuck Bethel. Yeah. To everyone at Bethel watching this, I will send you the link personally. You cannot say that to everybody at I, Bethel. No, no not everyone. I, but you there's loved the ones that yeah, know. Yeah, but then you cannot send that because yeah, that no. because it's it's All not it's an individual. You know who time. you are. Yeah, don't yeah, say yeah, that. You, because. Uh, we could go down the rabbit hole of all the cousins, uncles. No, it doesn't matter. You know who you yeah, are. Yeah, but some, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some things are just left. I'm tired of being around the boat. Just, just say it. You don't, don't like us. I don't like you. Yeah, but just leave when it. When I see you on Sunday, we'll see what it is, you know? As he's trying to say, you know who you are. That's, but fuck that's you, though. No, so no, no, that's so what I'm gross. saying. In the Lord's house, no. respectfully, fuck you. That's it. That's not respectful. And I'm pretty sure Zella says the same thing, <clears throat> even if he denies it. Anyway. <laughs> So um no look you see it, it, you see life right yeah for me I've always seen it from the perspective of 
See, wherever there's a problem, there's always a solution. Yeah. I live my life because I live it for me. The, the, the fortunate things is I've got people that around me that love and care for me just like, and, and just as I do for them the same. I can't worry about the 10 people out of the 1,000 people who love and care for me. Because right. there's only, there's still 990 people who still ride with me. You know what I'm saying? And they might not see me physically, but they still send love and make sure that man's good. That's all right. The man. other 10, I can't really waste my energy on them because as far as you go, they're not really important. I I don't, to me, I they don't even energy. exist. I can waste my but energy But wasting energy doesn't change. Doesn't change. That's all right, though. We just want to cement it in stone for the future. <laughs> this will be on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Oh, it's everywhere. I want everyone to know. Okay. okay. All right. We okay. Heard you I don't like time. none of you. No, but there are some people There's there. There's some that people that can come up to me Sunday service, get a handshake. The rest of you. What Sunday service are you talking yeah, about? I'm going to today. Sunday next. I'm going to church Why? next week. For what? For closure. It's all, it's all oh, changed. Not, oh, so <laughs> it's all changed. But you asked the question about, was it about death? Yes, it was about death. Was it about influence people? Of course, the, the influence people have on you before the, before and after they pass. So before the we finish, yes. I know time, I will say my father Okay. was a big influence on me when I was 19 and he passed away. Yeah. And also Mandy. Mandy. Mm-hmm. And her mom, but more Mandy. Okay. And I thought her mom, Mommy Mel, bless her. But because I had Mans there, yeah. it was easier. She played that sister role. And she really did play that are, sister you, role. You were an only child girl. Yeah. But then losing Mans, yeah. I'm telling you, my world devastated. My world crumbled. So are you you still feel like you're picking up the pieces after yeah, that? Yeah, even up to like two weeks ago, I was sitting at a cof- uh, graveside. I find it really hard because what you have to understand, what, well, you should know me, but what you have to understand is my friend circle is really small, yeah, yeah. really, really small. Yeah. Okay. When you lose one. And when right. you lose one, that's a major part of your life. Yeah. yeah. Ride and die, you know what I mean? We FaceTime, we do everything. You call, I'm there. And I don't go to people's house for purpose. Yeah. Right. When you lose that one who is your super glue, yeah. you lose a lot. Is it kind of hard to like speak to anyone after yeah. that? Yeah. And and even there's friends that she's introduced me to. Yeah. And even them, I've had I've had to like look, sit down and look at myself and be to one of them, especially like it's you. Like I know who I'm supposed to go and talk to, be that friend. But every time I go, I just think about man. You reminisce. Yeah. You do. But it's expected. Of course. But it's I do nature. feel it really. I have battled very hard, and as well as battling, it's the drive to push business forward. Okay. Because I also see you can't, you don't give up, don't give up, don't yeah. give up. Or, or you, I picture her looking at me and my dad. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to get through. You got to yeah. get through this, but it has taken its toll Damn. on me. Of course, you have to. But I'm not scared that. of death. No, death doesn't fear me because death is the unknown. You have no control over it. You're damn right. You have no control over it, and you don't know when it's going to turn up. If I knew when it was going to turn up, yeah. then maybe. Yeah. Because you know, oh God, I've only got such and such time. Yeah. But you don't know. So therefore you make the best. And Jah will come for you one and day. And you know what? You just know one day my time on this earth yeah. will be over. Inshallah. <laughs> so, so. Come on, come on. How do you uh how do you grieve? 
Well, personally, give us a real answer. Um, no, personally, I haven't had. Well, we haven't had much close deaths in our family like that. Bears, you bears, what bears, I mean. Bears, bears, bears. So it's like grieving to me is not the same mm-hmm. because, of course, I have a hard time expressing my emotions. So I can be that type of person where, like, I'm just on go, and then when I have my days where I just want to get down. up, yeah, I'll break down. But like, that's in me. Like, you would never publicly see me vulnerable, vulnerable like that. But to me, I've always said, yes, I am scared of dying. That's just because I probably... Hey, yo. That's probably just because I look into it a bit too much. But for me, I think the one thing that I can't, like, fathom is the fact that you will never see that person again. Do you get what mm. I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you know, especially, like, if you're, like, a family member, like, your best friend, like, you're always used to them being there. So then that one day, it's like, you don't even hear their voice and you don't even see them anymore and then it was they just went a month ago it turned into a year turned into five years and it's like yeah life's still going on but it's like part of you's missing yeah and, so then, and then it's like at the same time i'm like where yeah i fool you around me well, but you're not physically where here. are you i'll ask you know? this question to anyone who's lost anyone lost someone that meant something to them uh-huh. what would it mean to have i don't know one more moment or hug you'd or say things you'd say something you'd say you'd have your last laugh you'd say something not that you didn't say something yeah. you know but you want to share listen it's not in a one last moment you just want you just want to share moments so does that now change how you have moments with people now yeah you're very careful about well for me yeah. i was also i was careful about friendships and i'm even more careful about friendship i made a i made a promise to myself yeah. when i met mans yeah when when i'm gonna say this when mommy mel died mm-hmm. i told mans i don't want to be close to anybody like that again yeah. and have and behold i became close to mans like that and i'm telling you today yeah. i don't want to be close to anybody like that because trust me it is a hard hard journey to get back to some normality seriously so and and the two people three people i got in my life the three my main three people yeah especially one chubbs yeah. i don't know what i would do and and i've known him longer than i've known sis yeah yeah we were nine i would not say about super glue you know yeah yeah everything you rely on that person you whatsapp you text you facetime you laugh you joke they tell you you're right they tell you you're wrong and so there's no this and there's no upset you know it's just that's yeah. true friendship yeah that. wouldn't that enable you to say even if you ring him tonight you just say everything lay it all on the line because this could be the last time you speak so to what somebody. i've learned to do now yeah. is just talk straight yeah i don't hide anything if I've got something to say, yeah. you say it. If I want to get up in the morning and say, yo, I love you, bro, I just get up and say oh, it. Right. Where before, you'd be like, nah. It's not, and it's not Hesitation. Because it's, yeah, yeah. And um, it's not because it's a disrespect. Yeah. It's just that sometimes you get so busy. Yeah. yeah? But now it's like, nah. If you, you make sure it's and, said. Yeah. And I've learned that through journey. Yeah. yeah. Even about a lot of stuff. It's like, just say it. Why put it off? Yeah. If you like, if, if you want that car over there just speak it into existence you know what i mean and if it's meant to be for you it will inshallah right so <laughs> that is, it's taking me a long time to get there yeah but i'm i'm on that path of speak it okay. and so shall it be and if it's not supposed to be for you yeah it won't be, it won't be for you something greater will come
So let's let's turn on to a more lighter note. We'll just talk about death. Oh no, go on, go on. Feel yeah, free. I was gonna say that. That's why, like now, more even for me, like everyone knows I have friends, but I have my main two friends. So it's like I don't care what we do, even if you just come over and we just watch a movie, drink some wine, and we laugh about stuff like do different activities, take more pictures. <laughs> like, do you just yeah, do, do the small I stuff? I don't have any friends, so that's what I miss. I didn't take more. Yeah, you know, you pictures, don't take more, more pictures, more videos. You know, just functions and time together. Like, oh, like, so you just have the bare memory in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you think you miss out the laughter, the joke that we should yeah. have recorded, the silly moment. Yeah. But you got their memories in your head. Yeah, yeah, it? But be nice to like how we got the pictures of click it Taraji. And watch yeah. it. You see Taraji yeah. grow for. But every journey is different. True. So like that, more now, like getting older, is yeah. more important to me. So it's like. And then now that my siblings are older and my niece is free and she was just born the other day, it's like, it's cuter because it's like, now that we're older, there's more stuff that we can do together. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, me and Shree, we be up and down everywhere together. But back in the day, she was telling me, oh, you're, you're too little. Like, I'm older than you. Do you get what I mean? Now when we're not that. you wish to spend those more time with your sister when you were younger? Yeah, we always did. I mean, we shared a room, but at the same time, I had to remember she became a teenager before I came on. And that's what I had to realise, like, okay, you know, you're a teenager, you're not really going to want your little sister around all the time, yeah. do you get it? But yeah. then when we got to that age, yeah. it was like, all right, cool, now you're old enough, we can be up and down the whole world. Inshallah. And sorry, just to add on to that, <laughs> Yeah. that is why I find it difficult because I'm an only child for my mom. Okay. okay? And that is why I say this. I've said it many times before, but I'm going to say it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. The four of you. The four of us. Michael, Shireen, Kimani, and double S, and double S, yes. You live in peace and harmony. You're supposed to fall out because that's siblings. (laughs) I find it weird because I don't have that sibling to fall out with. Yeah, yeah? but you're supposed to fall out, but you also should be able to mend the bridge. Never meant to go weeks without talking. That don't make no logical sense to me. Yes, because we're in our feelings. Yeah, but your blood. It's true. And, and everybody knows what I'm like about that. Nice I am really about that because all of you, come on. Nice no, true. And plus, and you should all you be grow. able to go out together, the four of you, laugh, joke. You're all right because everybody knows one another. But it's about coming together because yeah, you don't you know grow, what's around the you corner. Get used to like your, especially like with your siblings, you got to get used to their different personalities. Yeah. Whereas you know, I could be the outgoing sibling. Yeah. He's the reserved one. Yeah, Shireen is the sometimes reserved sometimes outside and then michael just business so you yeah. have to get used to everyone's different person and then you all should be you're at the place where you all go out together like you said the pictures the videos yeah because trust me when one's gone or something happened that's when you say i should have no it's true and we spend a lot of time looking back at what we should have done instead of just like let's start today very true so i think like yeah more capture the moment like that's why I like, like Polaroids and stuff where they yeah. can print out pictures. You see my wall printed out. Like I like to capture the moment because sometimes pictures is all you have. Like, yeah, you can remember the day you did that. But if there's no physical recollection, eventually it just becomes a memory. And then it's like, right, you know? Last wow. No, man, you guys are making me feel like, right, I should really no, but you should. go outside and do something sometimes. Yeah. yeah, like for instance, it's like you just said before, oh, I wish I had more memories of me in school. So do I. School, yeah. I, uh, yeah, because you guys make it sound like Yo, Shaquan, you were an arsehole. You were an arsehole. I wish like there was video <laughs> evidence to back that up, you know? No, but it's like you said, you were just very much, it was all about it was, me. It was all about you. So and the, the, like, the reality of it is, yeah. all your siblings know, it's, and your mother, it's all about you. Yeah. 
And it will probably be like that until I have a child. Yeah, but you <laughs> have become better. A better version been, of it's all I've about me. better at understanding. Okay, maybe now's not the best time for me to... But that, but that little bit of change, yeah. yeah, is growth. And it's helped everybody else to be more like, all right, he's, he's not an arsehole. Yeah, that's all right though. I yeah, can, I can take being called an arsehole even yeah, if you but, think I am. One. Yeah, but one okay, yes. Yeah. But my point is, yeah. it's how it affects everybody else. Like it's growth because you, at least you like now we know. Don't take don't take double S seriously. That's just how he is. Yeah. Whereas before it's like, what your job? Why are you behaving like that? You 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 got we're telling you from outside looking in. Yeah, yeah because yeah. we deal with your how you was. Okay. Yeah, plus now how you are. What? We used to beef anyway, you know, early years, 22. Yeah, but now, how, now yeah. how you are. I think you just have a problem with me. It's, it's more, it's easier to deal with you because yeah. we see the growth. Yeah. Before it wasn't, it wasn't like that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but you have to just understand how. I'm I'm, I'm all ears, man. Yeah, no yeah, hard feelings brother, over here, man. I'm, I'm, I think I'm all it is. would be good if the four of you actually went out more every quarter. I think, so. you know what it is? It's, it, it's a, just a bonding. I mean, yeah, I think maybe more now because I'm of no, age. No, now, no, now, because yeah. of course you're of yeah, age. Yeah. You're you're of the age where you can go, yeah. yeah. But I think you should try it. Yeah. I mean, if it if it happens, it happens. If not, no, a couple years not, from now. If not, it's not if it happens. It is someone making it happen. Yeah, we all have similar what interests, so I don't see it not happen. Do happen. not live in regret. Oh, I should have done that. Very true. Let's make a couple mil first, and then we talk about you'll that. You'll be five years mm-hmm. from now. Yeah. We're five years older, and we're gonna look back and say, "Did we do this? Has that happened?" That's and we don't have any. Um, we have no control yeah. over what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's true. Like, you yeah. might just do it now before yeah. we all so get So you might as well just you might as well just enjoy the moment and live now because That's you don't know true. what bills. You don't know what's good economic. You don't know what's ahead. But you it's know? true what he said too. Like well, it's true because then when we all branch off into our little family lives, life that's gonna changes. be like yeah, mad. Like I, I used to live with my sister. Now I only yeah, see oh my yeah, sister that's on your the uncle weekends. Yeah, yeah. Again, now I only see my sister on the weekends. Like, do you get what I mean? That won't happen. Fighting to see my fighting to see my niece. Like. Fighting temptations, <laughs> but you know, yeah. you know, life is all about growth, development. As episode one, growth is inevitable. As yes. Zilla put it, growth is inevitable. Um, and I'm um, glad to see that we could sit up in this this room for two hours and have conversations on conversations. Mm-hmm. Glad to see it. Um, glad that everyone, you know, has seen my grow from young adolescent into fine gentleman that you see in front of you today. What question? On how do you, like, what would you say? Like, how mum said, don't miss your older stuff. Yeah. Dad, how would you answer that last question before we wrap things up? What would you do differently looking back on everything? Uh, uh, it's a tricky one because you can't do the stuff that's already been done, isn't it? Yeah. You can change what is, but you can't change what is. And it's, it's already is. It's happened. So, I don't know what I could have done because bear in mind the journey I was on, I was still young learning. So all of those things that happened, whether they were good or bad, they're all in the memory bank now. They're all lessons, isn't it? Yeah. Every last turn into a lesson, every lesson turn into a win. So for me, I don't think I would want to change anything. Obviously, there's one of my principles that if you're, Plant, if you plan to fail, you fail to plant. Yeah. 
all my plannings and doings and things, prison was never one of it, but automatically come my way. I mean, I see the signs, I could have ignored it, but I wasn't doing nothing to go to prison. But the fact still remaining, I'm here, I'm learning, I'm, I'm around wolf and sheeps, pretending that, sorry, I'm amongst wolf and foxes, pretending that they're sheeps when, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I don't think I could change anything because it's, it's life, isn't it? Yeah. If you don't make mistakes, you can't learn. So, and there is no winning, there is no lesson in winning. All the lesson comes from losing. So, being on the losing side, when we get to winning ways, then I don't think we'll ever lose again because I spent most of my life losing. And this is the biggest loss that I had to take because everything went crumble. I end up lost everything, including my best friend. So, it is what it is. Just to add, like, of course, we were talking about impacts and influences. Yeah. Regardless of my dad's situation, he's still been the best father that he can be with his circumstances. Inshallah. <laughs> that bloody. <laughs> and, yeah, we can't go back and change anything. But, you know, at least I can say, one, that I had my dad in my life and that I could tell you that well, I'm a daddy's girl. So I can tell you from my early years right up until that point, I have overflowing memories, so it's like, you know. And just to say, like, he wasn't there physically, but everything else, he was there. Yeah. A lot of your dads, they're there physically, but it's like, don't you just ever want to ask them? Or, Are you not embarrassed? This is really embarrassing. You're not embarrassed. You're not embarrassed. You're not in your kid's life. Anyway, <clears throat> it's Double S, guys. Episode well, 10 or 11. Not really sure what episode 10. this is, but episode 10. Thank you guys so much for being here. Man, man, been sitting up in here for, a, uh, we've been recording for an hour and two minutes, man. Thank you guys, everyone around the world listening right now, Northwest London. It's been a, it's been a long journey, you know, uh, pretty sure everyone's going to go home and eat, you know, wrap up for the night, Sunday night and that. But um, yeah, man, I just want to thank everyone for being here. It's Double S. I'm signing off. Everyone's going to sign off simultaneously. Free Mozilla and K, you're next. Uh, it's Kay. I'm signing off through my Zilla. Uh, and I'll definitely say, like, I would love to hear how you guys, like, take in these podcasts, especially because they're, like, personal experiences. Like, not saying you guys relate, but it's, like, maybe you have some of the same influences and impact. And it'd be great to hear, like, from other people as well as just my family. But, yeah, deuces. Nats P, sign off. Hit him with something. This is Nats P signing off. Um, I agree with what Kay said. It'd be interesting to hear other people's opinion as it is quite a personal thing to us as we experienced it. But it'd be interesting to hear other people's opinion about us or about what Inshallah. we've been through. <laughs> sign off for the people before we wrap up episode 10 for today. Well, you know the saying, good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Thanks for joining us. I hopefully we inspire you today with some kind of deep emotional. I think this one more like a therapy session, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, so if you change your mindset, you change your circumstances, and we see you on the next round. Blessings, peace. Blessings and peace. Thank you guys once again. Hail Selassie I the first, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> 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 True.